Impeached Attorney General Ken Paxton speaks out after rumors he'll resign before his impeachment trial. What he has to say. ERCOT calling for people to conserve power for the third day in a row. The big contribution your little adjustment can make. And after another record hot day here in Central Texas, some relief, at least some rain is in sight. We'll show you how that impacts your Sunday in first warning weather. Hi everyone, thank you for joining us for this special edition of KXAN News, which normally airs at 6 p.m. on Saturdays. You can catch the Jeopardy episode that's normally here tomorrow night at 11, right after KXAN game night. First tonight, an off-duty Kyle police officer is recovering after he was shot at a San Marcos apartment complex. It happened shortly after midnight. According to San Marcos police officers, they responded to 911 calls for gunshots at that complex and got another 911 call from an off-duty officer who said that he had been shot. The officer who was working as a courtesy officer at the complex at the time said he heard gunshots or fireworks and approached a man and a woman outside of a unit while wearing his badge. The cop says the man pulled out a gun and fired two shots, hitting the officer. The officer did return fire, but the suspect was not hit. The suspect left, but officers were able to arrest him. He has been identified as 22-year-old Joseph Cifuentes. The officer was taken to a hospital and is expected to recover. Impeached Attorney General Ken Paxton is refuting rumors today that he may resign before his impeachment trial starts next month. In response to those rumors, Paxton wrote on social media, wrong, I will never stop fighting for the people of Texas and defending our conservative values. Paxton's counsel also denied the reports. Whether he resigns or not, the House team leading that effort to remove him from office says the trial will proceed regardless. Paxton will face a trial in the Senate beginning September the 5th. If two-thirds of the Texas Senate finds him guilty on any articles of impeachment, he will be removed from office. ERCOT has issued another voluntary conservation request for today due to high demand and low wind power generation, which is putting some strain on the grid. They're asking Texans to use less electricity until 9 o'clock tonight. The little changes that you make during these times do make a difference. ERCOT says multiple times this week, the grid avoided emergency operations thanks in part to the conservation efforts from people and businesses. First warning weather with meteorologist Nick Bannon. And it was another incredibly hot day around central Texas. Outside right now in Llano, we've got sunshine and some scattered clouds. There have been some spotty showers and storms around in the hill country. Not as many as we had yesterday, but portions of Lampasas and San Saba counties seeing some spotty showers and will maintain low rain chances into the evening. The bigger story today is the heat temperatures well into the triple digits again and in fact, for now, we've tied the record high at Camp Mabry and broken the record high at the airport. So it's still going to be hot this evening with just those low 10% rain chances. Still 100 at 7, 96 at 9, and at 91 at 11. But here's the change. We're looking ahead to your Sunday, which is trending wetter. We'll time out the rain. We'll show you a temperature drop that I think you're going to like and the arrival of a new storm in the Gulf of Mexico. But first, let's get to this. A big event over at the Austin Animal Center today. The Clear the Shelters campaign is happening until 7 tonight. Our Chief Meteorologist David Yeoman's been there all day at the center right now. David, how's it going? Hey Nick, good to talk to you guys again. We are live at Austin Animal Center in East Austin, where until 7 p.m. tonight, 
They are still staffed up and ready to take you around here, find a new dog, a new cat to call your forever buddy. They have had at least 48 adoptions or fosters so far, which is wonderful to make some space in the shelter so they can continue their mission of rescuing more dogs, cats, and critters. And actually, their normal Saturday is about 20, so this was 48 today. That's pretty good, but let's get that number high. Hey, happening right here behind us. Is that is that your dog? Yeah. We've got Philip here, who's an Austin resident. Philip, thanks for joining us. Hi, nice to meet you. Philip uh, just <laughs> is adopting as we speak a beautiful girl. Yes. What's her name? Tell us what stood out to you about this dog. So her name is Alice. Um, she's, <laughs> she's very big, um, and I, I kind of came here expectations to adopt. Yeah. Um, I didn't have any expectations exactly what kind of dog, and she kind of stood out to me. She was big. She's she's super friendly. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, that's, I really love her. I fell in love with her when I saw her. Look at this. Well, a new forever buddy. Uh, what are you looking most forward to doing with your new pet? Uh, outgoing. I'm a very outgoing guy. So I'm um, going to go outside, go hiking, uh, anything really outdoors. So. Yeah. It's a lucky pet to have you. Philip, congratulations. Thanks for helping clear the shelters today. We'll let you fall in love with your new friend here. <laughs> awesome. Alice. Thank you. Are you going to keep the name Alice? Uh, I think I might change it. Okay. What um, are you thinking of? That I'm not sure yet. It's kind of a, a big thing there. So we'll but see right what now, she feels like. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. All right. Well, congratulations. Every time the bell rings around here, that means somebody else is going home with a new pet. So come on out here, find your Alice. Such a sweet story. Austin Animal Center, clear the shelters. A number of other participating shelters, at least nine of them around the area, including some in the suburbs if you're not around this area. That's on KXAN.com. We'll send it back to you guys. I'm meteorologist David Yeomans at the Austin Animal Center. All right, David, thank you, sir. Still to come, the proposed change that could be coming to big Austin events aimed at keeping people safe and healthy during extreme heat. And gathering together for the good of the future, the group crunching the numbers on equity gaps in education. This year's Batfest has flown into downtown during one of the hottest summers Austin has ever seen. Cakes Hands Mercedes Hernandez has more on a proposal that aims to keep attendees hydrated at big events like this one. It's already plenty hot at this year's Batfest, and Austin Public Health says it wants to make sure that people stay hydrated on days like this, but it could come at the cost of event organizers. APH has recommended a rule change for some special events. This would require organizers to provide at least one pint of water per hour per attendee. This change is planned to be adopted by the Austin Center of Events by the middle of next month. While Batfest won't be required to meet that criteria this year, folks that put on Batfest say they already have plenty of water and aren't worried about reaching that mark if they need to next year. Probably a lot of extra paperwork for us to do. We've been doing these events for years. We kind of know what amount of product to order and be prepared. It's probably more of an issue for people that are first-time event planner. Some more rule changes that APH recommended were requiring one toilet per 50 people at an event and putting out plenty of hand-washing stations. In Austin, Mercedes Hernandez, KXAN News. And to help accommodate people in the heat, Batfest is also allowing certain coolers into the festival this year so attendees can bring their own water into the festival. Nick? Record tying heat at Camp Mabry with a high of 107 record-breaking heat at the airport with a high of 106, the previous record being 103. There's some good news, though, and it's just four weeks away. The beginning of fall, four weeks from today on September 23rd. But we've got a cold front we're tracking for tomorrow. We'll show you how much rain comes with it in first morning weather.
A multi-part black education series started today. Leaders looking for ways to make education more equitable in our area. Multicultural reporter Jayla Washington tells us how they're hoping this summit can help get a better idea of how to do that. Well, the Black Leaders Collective is the group that organized this summit today, and they are expecting about 300 parents, teachers, uh, caregivers, those who are really closest to the issues, because who better to come up with a solution? Leaders from groups like the NAACP and the predominantly black charter school, the Texas Empowerment Academy, are just a couple of people who are in these rooms today. This summit is just the first of three, focusing on the data. We're talking about early literacy numbers, college and military readiness, the amount of black educators in Central Texas. With these hard figures, they're hoping to not only spread awareness, but to give a better idea of where the equity gaps are. We realized we had a lot of questions about where black students were being educated. We've seen black families pull students from public education. So we know that we have black students in public education, private, homeschool, unschool, charter schools. And so before we started giving resources that weren't asked for, we wanted to start with the families and figure out, and how are the children? That's really messages like these, belief in themselves. It's one of the notes that was left on this board of hopes and dreams for students. And it's really kind of what is helping keep everyone inspired. As we mentioned, this is just the first of three summits that they're going to be doing. They're really hoping uh, in the next one to take a deeper dive into some of that data that was presented here on Saturday. I'm reporting in North Austin, Jayla Washington. Back to you. First warning weather with meteorologist Nick Bannon. All right, lots to get to. First, we got some spotty showers moving through parts of the hill country. These very unlikely to reach the metro or our eastern counties. Only about 10% of you getting any measurable rain here today. But just to the north of us, a cold front. That's actually going to be arriving a little earlier than we were previously anticipating, which means increasing rain chances now for your Sunday. Before we get to Sunday, spotty shower or storm in the hill country through about 8 or 9 o'clock tonight. The rest of us stay dry, mostly clear to partly cloudy. We'll have a few clouds around tomorrow morning. Your Sunday morning does look all dry, but as we head into the afternoon, spotty showers and storms start to develop as early as, say, 1 o'clock. But notice the coverage of them really blossoms as we head through 3, 4, and 5 o'clock in the evening. We're now going about 50% rain coverage here tomorrow during the second half of the day and into your Sunday night. Some of the rain may come down locally heavy, but most of us will not get a lot of rain out of this here tomorrow. How much rain as we head through your Sunday? Well, amounts will vary a lot. Some of you miss out on rain. Others get a few hundredths of an inch of rain. And if we're lucky, we'll get a few spots with more than a quarter inch of rain here tomorrow, but amounts don't look particularly impressive. Some scattered showers and storms are still possible on Monday, but our rain chances have dropped because we actually think that cold front or cool front uh, will be more through the area on Monday and therefore less likely to generate widespread rain. But rain chances on Monday at 40%. Rain chances really drop on Tuesday as drier weather sets in. So by the time we get through early Tuesday morning, how much rain will we have had? Anywhere from a hundredth of an inch to as much as a half an inch, but there could be some localized one inch plus reports only in a few areas though. What we're all gonna benefit from, because we're not all gonna get the rain, we're all gonna get some heat relief. We're gonna go from 107 tomorrow, very hot, down to 100 Monday, 99 Tuesday, and 101 on Wednesday. So the temperature's not quite cool, but cooler. 
We'll also notice a big drop in the humidity on Monday into Tuesday. As comfortable as upper 90s and low triple digits will get, that's about as well as we will feel here. Rain chances unfortunately disappearing though after early Tuesday. We're back to sunshine and dry Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and Saturday and back into the triple digits as well. I do want to update you on the tropics. We've got now tropical depression 10 that has formed near the Yucatan Peninsula. It's expected to become a tropical storm as we head into Monday and Tuesday and potentially a hurricane as it heads for the Florida panhandle. What will this be called? Well, the next uh, letter on the list is an I name. That's Idalia, tropical storm or hurricane Idalia. Florida should start preparing now. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. One last go-around for the Dallas Cowboys of the preseason, and we've got the game on the CW Austin. Kickoff will be at 7 o'clock, even though there is tonight's game. The topic of week one was brought up to Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott. As Prescott and the Cowboys preparing for the Giants, the offensive plays will be called by Mike McCarthy this season, and Prescott feels like the transition has been smooth. Yeah, I feel great about where we are. Um, much different than last year. I mean, I think we've said it uh, all offseason, all spring long, even in training camp. Uh, we're in a much better place than we were uh, right, or we are right now than we were at this time last year, just with uh, the installation, which is with the details of everything. So now it's on to the regular season, which begins for the Cowboys Sunday, September 10th against their division rivals, the New York Giants. That game will be right here on KXAN as well. Our MLS, Austin FC back on the pitch against their rivals to the north, FC Dallas. The Verde and Black have a chance to capture the Copa Tejas trophy. In order for Austin to do that, they'll have to beat FC Dallas or draw. FC Dallas not far behind Austin FC in the Western Conference standings. And this one has the ingredients to be an intense match. Going to Dallas is always challenging. We went there last time and got a tie, and, and that was enough to, to capture it. I think the same would be said today. Um, you know, I know Nico. I know their group. They have a, a more full squad now. Um, I think we've all been hit with, with injuries, but it'll be a competitive match. They're a good team, um, as are we. So we, we got to go there understanding what, what they are, who they are. Um, but also with, with the idea and understanding of, of what we need to do to hurt them. There's high school football to talk about today. Liberty Hill opened up their season. The action from San Antonio when sports continues after this. Keep it here. Week one of the high school football season continued today as the Liberty Hill Panthers start off the 2023 season facing the same opponent they met to begin last year's campaign, San Antonio Wagner. The Panthers beat Wagner last year. We'll see how they did this year. This one was played down in San Antonio. First play, senior fullback for Wagner. Braden Prassy up the gut on the triple option. And that's a 60-yard touchdown there for Wagner. Then Liberty Hill, they don't throw a lot, but this one pretty successful thanks to a great catch from Noah Long for a big gain. That would lead to a field goal. For the Panthers third play here here we go junior uh, and Davion Anderson for Wagner catches the pitch off the motion and he houses it from 30 yards out Wagner wins over Liberty Hill 49 to 17. All right the biggest highlight from Westlake season opening win over Ridge Point was this Spencer Barnett field goal from 59 yards out not the record that's 62 yards but that's still pretty far Westlake would win 31 to 21. College football is back earlier on KXAN. Notre Dame took on Navy in Dublin, Ireland to kick off the season. Fighting Irish ranked 13th to start the year. Navy unranked. 
Fighting Irish up big already. Spencer Hartman, what a day for him. And what a day for that guy, Jaden Greathouse, the Westlake alum. On the touchdown, first one of the game for Greathouse, 21-0 Notre Dame. Then Hartman with them up 28-0, looking for someone, and he finds Greathouse again. Two touchdowns for Greathouse today. Notre Dame rolls 42-3 over Navy. UT, of course, will start next week. All right, so. we've got all this football that's starting. We just need the football weather to start as well, <laughs> but we're not going to get that anytime soon. No, no, at least temperatures will drop uh, after tomorrow, but not for fall-like air that you all really want. Uh, let's first show you the rain and storm chances that we have for you tomorrow. We start dry tomorrow, but look, those rain chances get up to 50% during the afternoon and early evening, which is pretty decent rain coverage for us considering what we've had lately. We're not going to get a lot of rain, but there may be some localized higher amounts here tomorrow. It's sure going to be a hot day, though, with a high of 107, perhaps our last day like that for a little while at least. You can see on our seven-day, every other day is cooler, uh, low trip digits and some upper 90s in the mix. Good to be back in the 90s again. It is nice. Thanks for watching, everybody. Hope to see you back here at 10 o'clock.